it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I'd pay for vacations with whatever was in my wallet, but I was missing out on miles I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access? Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet, finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Love this podcast because it crushes your dreams of getting rich quick. They actually got me into reading stats for anything. You're tuned in to the Investing for Beginners podcast. Led by Andrew Sather and Dave Ahern. Step-by-step premium investing guidance for beginners. Your path to financial freedom starts now. Starts now. All right, folks, welcome to Investing for Beginners podcast. Today we have episode 250. And today we're going to talk about this cool thing that Andrew came up with. It's called the Wealth Snowball Recipe. So we have four, I guess, ingredients, if you will, that we're going to walk through to help you build your wealth. So Andrew, I'm going to, since you're the creator of this, I'm going to let you kind of start off and then we'll kind of work through the recipe. All right. Sounds good. In case people aren't getting enough recipes for the holidays, <laughs> exactly. uh, add another one here. That way you, you don't even know how to cook and you can still make your own. So there you go. First, what is the wealth snowball? I think it's just something that we've kind of talked about a lot, but basically the way building wealth works is through compound interest. Compound interest works because as you push a snowball down a hill, the further down the hill it goes, the more snow it accumulates and that becomes a bigger and bigger amount and it starts to multiply. The wealth snowball can actually be more achievable than you might think. It's not some distant thing that's 40 years down the path. And that's not my opinion. This is actually a true fact. So just real quick and then we'll get down into the ingredients. But if you followed the real money portfolio for the the say the research e-letter, we're doing $150 per month and we've been doing that since 2014. So in that time now, the portfolio has gotten to, I think it's around $18,000, dollars $20,000. So it's not, nobody's retiring off that if you're following that program. But $150 a month is $1,800 a year. At $18,000, a portfolio is now able to generate more in gains than I'm putting into it. So it's reached this part of the snowball where it's generating more from rolling down the hill than it is from me pushing. And so it took 80 months to get there. So it's not happening overnight, but 
if I was able to do it, anybody can do it. And so to have that kind of a mindset, I think, can help to build a wealth snowball. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It starts to feel like real money, like this is going someplace. And when it starts to generate its own income just from inertia, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's, uh, I think, a great illustration of the impact that compounding can have. Let's dive into the recipe. So what's the first step? What's the first ingredient? So the first thing is you can't just build a snowball anywhere. If you're going to roll it down the hill, you got to find a hill. So you need to start with that. And that's just a basic preparation step. So I feel like there's a lot of ways you could think about it. But I think the biggest way that's especially relevant to today is you cannot panic. You should not worry. You cannot add a single hair on your head by worrying. You cannot add a single cent to your portfolio by worrying. And whether it's inflation or upcoming recession or whatever, you think you're not good enough, you think you can't do it, you don't have the discipline, whatever it is, none of that stuff will help you towards your goal. So you have to get rid of it. This is something you know we all went through. I'm going to pull out a country music reference just to be a little controversial. <laughs> there was a really great song that Luke Holmes, one of my favorite artists, came out with. It's called Six Feet Apart. And he was talking about how things were just two years ago, where everything was locked up. We were all just waiting to be allowed to go outside. And it just seemed like this hopeless, hopeless thing. And you look back two years later and things... I mean, yeah, I mean, the economy kind of sucks, but things are opened up again and we're able to do that. He sang about that one day we'll be able to hug and shake hands and all of these things. So if you think that you have been able to survive that because you're listening to this, you can also survive the overwhelming fear or worry that you might have about your finances because things can get better and they do. They do get better. So what would you suggest for somebody that maybe struggles a little bit with this kind of mindset? So I will say, you know, there's always misfortunate things that can happen to you. So I had a family member who's very close to me and I saw him get laid off during the dot-com bust. So I was pretty young when this happened. But getting laid off is really hard and any financial setback can be really, really difficult. And it's not just hard just from the practicality of, oh man, like, I got to cut back on spending. But like, it's literally an emotional experience where you question yourself and you question your abilities and you wonder like, is this my fault? Am I just bad? These are all things that happen when you're going through financial setbacks. And I think it's okay to acknowledge that, that those feelings are real and you have to accept and you just have to grieve it and move on from it. And so I remember my family member from being in the middle of like a very prosperous career and then having to work part-time at Home Depot with a bunch of like 16 and 18 year olds and then completely like generating a brand new career after going to school again with a bunch of 16 and 18 year olds. And then you fast forward, I think like 16 years. And now the question's not like, oh, am I going to have a career? It's like, I made more my 401k in the last three weeks than he probably ever made at that holiday job, right? At Home Depot. So I would just say that it might look hard 
in the short term, if you're struggling with this mindset that things are going to be okay, it's going to be okay. Just grieve whatever has happened to you and try to release the worry because it's not going to help you. Abundance does not come. It is not attracted to you if you're constantly worrying and, and trying to hang on to that worry. So trust that in the future, things are going to be okay because they will. It just might take a little while. That's great advice. And a phrase that comes to mind when I think about that is this too shall pass. Mm-hmm. And it can be a little bit passe, but it also, you know, it's a popular phrase for a reason because it, it will pass. And those are great ideas and great advice. So let's move on to the second recipe, which is gather tools. So can you talk to us about that? Yeah. So if you're building a snowball, you got to gather all the snow and, and start to get that all organized and got together. You're going to have to gather tools to get out of debt or to build wealth because it's not going to happen by accident if you don't try to gather tools. It's interesting that another kind of, I don't know if it's like a saying, but it's its kind of something that I've observed in my life and maybe others have too, but you have to learn how to manage a little bit if you want to learn how to manage a lot. And so you might feel like you don't have a lot of money. You might feel like, you know, they talk about digging out of debt and your shovel might feel really, really small. But if you can learn how to manage what little bit you have, you'll be shocked how life can kind of find a way to to give you more. I have another family member who I'm very, very proud of and she's younger than me. And the way she got out of debt was she, she sacrificed really, really hard and basically lived in a way that's not conventional. So basically just had to take all, all these sacrifices, the way she raised her family, the way she worked and lived and did that for a short time. And sure enough, like the shovel was big enough where it made an impact and she was able to get out of debt. And I had something similar with my life too, where after moving across the country, I moved back again for nine months to pay off my debt. So you don't know where like the big breakthrough might come from. And it just might be something that's unconventional. When I moved back across the country again, I had to leave my daughter behind. And that was really, really hard. And even though I knew it wasn't forever, it was still hard. And so sometimes you have to do things like that to make an impact and you know that's not for everybody but i'm just saying like mm-hmm. sometimes you got to gather tools and sometimes those tools can be unconventional and sometimes you do need a bigger shovel cuz one of my pet peeves is in personal finance i just never felt like it worked for me because it seems like everybody else was killing it and sometimes you're just in a situation where you're not like that and and things are just harder and sometimes it's just literally because you need a bigger shovel so being patient, I don't know, like being patient, trying to find creative ways to make a difference, make an impact. I think those are all some practical tools that maybe aren't discussed in personal finance world. As a finance nerd, you would assume that I have my money game all together. Well, shocker, I didn't until Monarch Money. Monarch Money allowed me to easily see what is going on with my finances, helping me get a better handle on my spending, budgets, and more. It's my go-to app, more so than my bank because I can quickly see where I am with my budgets and spending, allowing me to invest more and spend time on the things I want to do, is my GPS for money. Monarch is a top-rated, all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash beginners. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. 
Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. Change the layout of your dashboard, toggle between light and dark mode, create custom budgets and notifications, set up automatic rules for transactions and notifications, and more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving the product. They release updates every two weeks and allow customers to submit suggestions, vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com beginners. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot beginners for your extended 30-day free trial. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I think a great way to think about this is use the time as you're getting started with all these ideas as a way to build your toolkit. And whether that's getting your finances under control, whether it's learning how to manage your money and being under control with what you have. And it's also about gathering knowledge. As you become a more well-rounded person and have more experiences, you can bring those to the table when you're doing other things. Perfect example is when I was working in the restaurant business, I accumulated skills that I had never thought I would actually use in investing. And so ideas behind customer service or ideas behind managing a payroll or even learning how to read a P&L or an income statement, it was something that was required for me to become better at, to be better as a manager of a restaurant. And those skills translate to building my wealth because if I learn to become a better manager then I can translate those to becoming a better investor because learning how to read an income statement is critical to be learning to pick individual companies because if you don't understand at work what's going on, you can't really translate that to Microsoft. It may not seem like apples to apples. You know, if you're working in a leather shoe store and you may think that, hey, none of this is ever going to apply to me finding the next Google you don't know that. And some of the things that you're doing at your day-to-day job are directly things that can translate to becoming a better investor or learning how to manage your finances better. And sometimes it can be from observation and sometimes it could be direct relations. You may work for somebody or may work with somebody that maybe is going through some financial struggles, make poor choices with their finances. We've all raise our hands. We've all had friends that they get paid and then they go and blow their paycheck the next day on whatever crazy thing that they decide to do. And then at the end of the month, they're scrambling to pay their bills and pay rent. And so if you see those things and it drives you crazy watching that person go through that, then you can apply those kinds of ideas to your own investments and as well as managing your money. So, you know, all these things as you're trying to build the snowball, these are all tools that you can use to help you build the snowball bigger and better as you go along. And we've talked a little bit before about 
side hustles and other ways. You know, you were kind of giving some great examples of how some people have pulled themselves up by their bootstraps. And those are some of the things that we have available to us today that are far easier to get into than they were 20 years ago. And so the opportunities, if we're in a situation where maybe we don't have enough to invest that we want to, or we've gotten into debt more than we'd like, we have the opportunity to use our skills, our likes, our hobbies to generate income. And it doesn't mean, I think sometimes the stereotype is you got to make millions off of your side hustle. If you're making 500 bucks a month doing something you really enjoy and it brings you a lot of pleasure, A, you're getting a benefit from just that sheer you know, enjoyment, but the $500 can go toward whatever it is you want, building up your investment portfolio, saving more money, buying a house, paying off debt faster. These are all different things that you can do and it doesn't have to be lots and lots of money. And I think sometimes that holds people back thinking that I can maybe do this and make a couple hundred bucks a month. Well, that's great. That's awesome. And I think people think that they have to be the next Mark Cuban for it to be successful and it doesn't. Every little bit will help. And I think if you continue to gather the tools like we're talking about as you're preparing to build this awesome snowball, this will help you a lot. So we've beaten the the gather tools to death. Let's talk about the next step. Packing the snow or fixing your finances. Uh, What are your thoughts on that? What's the best way to get started in the market? Download Andrew's ebook for free at stockmarketpdf.com. I guess I kind of maybe jumped the gun a little bit with my my own story. But when I think back, like I think if you have a lot of debt, first off, number one, you should go listen to Dave Ramsey's podcast because he is the OG in business money podcasts and he's helped so many people get out of debt. I was like a Dave Ramsey dropout. Like the amount of times that I tried to go on this program and failed, like would drive people insane. And was he so, were you in his 12 step program? <laughs> A 12-step program for his baby step program. Right, yeah, yeah. Covering, yeah. Right. You know, just life happens. And um, for whatever reason, I'm just picturing like a snowball and you're trying to pack it and you accidentally like smash it too hard. And then it's like, oh, I got to start over. And at the end of the day, it's really not going to kill you unless you let it kill you. And I guess the big takeaway for that is just keep pushing and you could make progress and literally blow it all up in like six months. And I've done that. And you can still get your snowball that you wanted at the end. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess that's the big takeaway for your third ingredient. Yeah, I would agree with a lot of that. And I, I think some of the things that I guess when I think about fixing the finances is, is building, I think they're all common sense things that are talked a lot about. They're regulars for a reason, building up an emergency fund is very important. And I was actually reading about this the other day and somebody was suggesting that just building it to a thousand dollars, just starting, you know, with a goal of a thousand dollars and just getting there and then working up from there. And, you know, the standard line is, you know, three to six months of your expenses kind of idea. And that's great to shoot for. But if somebody's struggling just to start building an emergency fund, just start with a thousand dollars, build to a thousand dollars. And, you know, even if you only set aside $20 a month, which may not sound like a lot over 12 months, that's 240 bucks. And that's a quarter of the way there. That's awesome. And so I think you need, I think we need to remember that we got to celebrate what we can do instead of getting bogged down in what we can't do or how we don't have this and we don't have that. And I guess reframe the idea of, Hey, I can do this and this is what I can do. And we can all do a lot of things like, 
I'll never be able to dunk a basketball and that's fine. I've accepted that. I've moved on from that dream, but there's lots of things that, that we can do if we put our minds to it. So building up an emergency fund, getting out of debt or reducing your debt and having a plan for that. And then the other part of this is having a plan to invest. And we've talked about this before and I'll say it again. I'll probably say it another million times. You know, the easiest way for me has to been to create it as think of it as a bill that I have to pay, just like my cell phone bill or my water bill. I have to pay those. I got to invest. It's important. If you go by the, I'm going to save it till the end of the month or when I have money at the end of the month thing, it never, it's never going to happen. Uh, in my banking career, all that time sitting there with people struggling with this same idea, every single one of them would say to me, I'm just, I'm waiting till the end of the month to start setting money aside. And they never have it. And so if you don't plan to plan, you're going to fail or I'm butchering that, that phrase, but if you fail to plan, you'll fail or something like that. It's if, yeah. Yeah. That, that's it. I think if okay. you fail the plan, you plan to fail. You're right. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you. So if you don't pack the snow and fix your finances and get in position to do the things that you want to do, then it's going to be a struggle long-term. And so cleaning up your finances, having a plan and, being prepared to do what you need to do is the right mindset to go about doing this. And a lot of this is in our heads, uh, frankly. And that, I think sometimes we get in our own way and I will raise my hand as prime example. Number one, I get in my way all the time. And it's, you know, if I could just get out of my way, I might be able to do good things. But, you know, it's part of life and it's all what we struggle with. And But pack your snow and fix your finances. So that's awesome. All right, well, let's move on to ingredient number four push and push little by little. So let's talk about that. Yeah, that's the key. Once you have all these things in place and you just have to grind through it. Like I said, I mean, the 18,000 portfolio size, what's the big deal about that? So if you're new to the investing world, the average stock market return is 10% a year. So remember, 10% of 18,000 would be 1,800. And 1800 a year is what the real money portfolio has been doing. And so I talked about, you know, my struggles with debt and the things I've had to do to try to get rid of that. And that's helped like with us launching this business. But like for building like the actual snowball that we're talking about today, which is my own little snowball and it's, it's on its path now. But, you know, there's nothing to say that it's impressive compared to anybody else's, but it's my snowball and now it's moving faster than when I was pushing it before. All these things about like paying off debt or like having a side hustle, none of it contributed to the snowball part, you know? Like if I if I just look at it on its own. And so to me, harp about dollar cost averaging like every other episode, that's because you have to commit to that. And just to double down on what you were saying, Dave, of paying yourself first. You have to commit to doing it whether you're unemployed or whether you're making like three times more than you're used to. Like by having that is really the only way to the only way that I see that's like a sustainable approach that can work for a ton of people, regardless of your circumstances. And so I'm probably the worst person when it comes to managing finances. Like, like I'm so emotional with like, I want to spend this or I want to spend that. That's just the way I am. And I have to be okay with that. But having that $150 in place has at least helped me build this one snowball that is moving down the hill faster than I originally pushed it. And so if I can do it, so can anybody else. If you're listening to Investing for Beginners, then you probably care about money and learning how to make a good relationship with your finances. 
Everyone's Talking Money is hosted by money wellness expert and certified financial planner, Shauna Geem. Everyone's Talking Money focuses on relevant, inclusive, and forward-thinking conversations around money. Hear about the money topics you need to know, such as ways to train your brain to reach money goals, why you should ditch your budget and start tracking your cash, and everything you need to know about paying off student loans. Simple steps to start investing as a side hustle, ways to invest in rental real estate, how to overcome money trauma, and so much more. With over 900 episodes, there's a show for any and every money question you have. I'm a big fan of Shauna's as well. She has a relatable style and soothing voice that takes some of the stress surrounding money. Shauna really speaks to the listener and never ends in an episode without actionable tips. I recently listened to the episode, Stop Stressing Over Your Money, a simple budgeting solution, where she talks about her simple, easy one, two, three system for budgeting. It helped me a lot. Are you ready to learn everything about money that no one has taught you? Do yourself a favor and subscribe to Everyone's Talking Money podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah, exactly. So what prompted you to, I think we've talked about this before, but for those listeners that maybe have not heard this idea, what was the impetus behind $150? Why that just random amount? So if you take $150, this gets a little bit numbersy, but big, big picture, you can reach $1 million from $150 a month if you start at age 25 and you go to age 65. And if you can earn 11% a year, you can turn 150 into a million. Okay. So I looked at that and I was like, is that reasonable? Well, most people's cell phones bills are probably around there. If you have a couple lines, if maybe you have a new phone that you just bought. So I think a lot of people that have cell phones who listen to podcasts can probably stick to at least that. Mm -hmm. And you know, if you're way ahead of that on the game, then just add a zero to whatever we're saying. (laughs) <laughs> but it's still, it probably still will take you, you know, six, seven years to get to a point where your snowball is pushing itself. Mm-hmm. And that's just the reality of that is that you have to do it consistently over time. I don't know how else to say that other than like you find the next Tesla maybe and you somehow like 20x your money immediately. Other than that, it's going step by step, month by month. Sometimes the market's down, sometimes it's up, sometimes you're buying more, sometimes you're buying less. But over time, you look back and you're like, wow, I've forgotten I even had this goal, but now all of a sudden I've reached it. And that's, Mm -hmm. I I think there's something about building wealth that's kind of like that. Yeah. And the thing that I like about what you're talking about is it really goes back to compounding and the impact that it can have. And, you know, just kind of putting it in those kinds of terms, I think is super helpful. And I'm going to share something here. So Warren Buffett, we all know him. So at age 19, he was worth $10,000. At age 39, he was worth $25 million. At age 59, he was worth $3.8 billion. At age 91, which is where he is currently, $101.6 billion is what he is worth now. And those are the impacts that compounding can have. And you just think about that snowball that Warren Buffett built and how that has just grown and grown and grown over the years and decades. And you think of the value of some of the companies that he's invested in and how much they've contributed to that snowball. You think about an investment that he made in Coca-Cola all those years ago is now like paying twice in dividends alone what he originally invested just because of the compounding of how that works and how it mathematically works. And, you know, I'm still kind of a little bit tingly from the idea that eighteen thousand, you know, dollars now can re can make more money by literally doing 
nothing, nothing can make, you know, more than $1,800 a month. That is so cool. I think a very visual, tangible idea of how compounding can actually impact. And, you know, when we think about $150 a month or, you know, I, hey, I'm reinvesting dividends and whoop de doo I got 57 cents this month, you know, from my dividend. You know, it all adds to that snowball, that, that all those little snowflakes, you know, the 57 cents, it's a, no, it's a snowflake. It's, it's a drop in a bucket, really. But over time, it just keeps adding up. And that's, I think this is a perfect, I guess, illustration to me of how powerful compounding can be and how the snowball can work and just pushing it a little bit at a time. You guys are all sick of this phrase, but you know, water dripping on a stone eventually makes an impression. And this is, it's the same kind of idea and just continuing to just keep working at it and working at it. I read the other day, this kind of cool illustration of kind of the impact that just continuing to do something can really make an impact. If you watch a stone cutter work on a stone and trying to split a stone and they just keep hammering on these different spots over and over and over again, you see nothing. And you just think to yourself, you can watch these. some of these guys will hammer on the same spot on a stone for 20 minutes to half an hour, and nothing will happen. You think, okay, this is crazy. But all of a sudden, at once, it'll split in half. And it's because of the continual pressure that they're putting on that particular spot creates a vein in the rock that causes the rock to break. And that's how stone cutters have been cutting stone for centuries, millennia. And it just shows the power of continually working at something and doing something because eventually over time, it will make an impact. And so I, I think what Andrew was talking about is brilliant. And I love this idea of the the well snowball recipe and these four ingredients that you can put together to help create your own snowball. And it's kind of ironic because here in Chicago, it's actually snowing today. So we could possibly go out and build a snowman later. I'm not looking forward to that, by the way. But anyway, I just love this idea. And I, th- I think this can be so impactful to a lot of people and help get them started. You know, we're coming up on the new year. Uh, by the time this goes live, we'll be closer to the new year. And that's when hope you know, rejuvenates. And that's when everybody's super excited. And I think this could be something that could really help a lot of people get started in the new year. And then we can help hold their hand and keep them going for the rest of the year. Yeah, we don't do this much, but I would encourage, you know, if you can think of somebody who would find a lot of benefit from this, share it with them. If you enjoyed this recipe, I guess, please leave us a a five-star review. It'd be really awesome to, to get your guys on this feedback and Hopefully you found encouragement and I would just really stress, you know, you can do it. Just start with a small little step and keep going. And like we've said all episode long, one day it will push itself and that will be fun. Yep. That's awesome. All right. Well, with that, we will go ahead and wrap up our conversation for today. I hope you enjoyed our conversation about the wealth snowball recipe. And like Andrew said, if you enjoyed the the episode, please give us a five-star review. It helps us get more people finding our podcast that we can help more people learn about the snowball, learn about investing and just become better people all around. So without any further ado, I'll go ahead and sign us off. You guys go out there and invest with a margin of safety, emphasis on the safety. Have a great week and we'll talk to you all next week. We hope you enjoyed this content. Seven Steps to Understanding the Stock Market shows you precisely how to break down the numbers in an engaging and readable way with real-life examples. Get access today at stockmarketpdf.com. Until next time. 
Have a prosperous day. The information contained is for general information and educational purposes only. It is not intended for a substitute for legal, commercial, and/or financial advice from a licensed professional. Review our full disclaimer at einvestingforbeginners.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.